This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Feature race at the Valley today on Australia Stakes Day is the Group 2 Australia Stakes at Wait for Age, a Group 2 over 1,200 metres. And scratchings in the Australia Stakes, just the one of them, number four, Bo Rosser, not making the trip for Will Clark and, and now training in partnership with Nicky O'Shea. How's the market look in the feature, Jamie? Well, Warren, we're certainly seeing the money coming through for the top two in the market, but the one Superstorm at $15, the two Western Empire is at $9.50, as well as the three Ironclad also at that $9.50 price. But it's the five Jigsaw, who at $2.90 is holding the most, but there's not much separating in terms of the money hold between Jigsaw and the six Snapper, who's at $3.90. The seven Calypso Rain at $8 would definitely be the third best-backed runner in this race, but is holding more than half of less than what Jigsaw and Snapper have got. And the eight Turath is at $4.80. Gator, the speed map looks reasonably clearly defined with both the horses dominating the market. Jigsaw and Snapper the most likely on speed runners to most people's eye. How are you seeing it? I agree. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, that's their best chance of success, those two horses. So um, that's what they'll do. As long as they don't cut each other up, you've got Jigsaw drawn inside, Snapper. So interesting, I do see... Uh, Snapper probably just uh, sitting on uh, Jigsaw and hopefully um, you know, getting the upper hand at the right time. Look, he is really hard to catch, Snapper. Apologies there. But look, he, he, the lead he held, um, held off Rose Quartz. You can tie that form in with Jigsaw. Obviously, in the Standish, they ran time. He comes up to wait for age, but he loves the valley. And he did run really, really well here in a Group 1 William Reed Stakes in March. Uh, he set a fearsome speed that night, held on really well. Jigsaw broke the track record fresh, then beat Rose Court. So there's that form. And that was in the Christmas stakes. Uh, then before the Christmas stakes, which showed great will to win there. Like that trait. Has won at 1,200. Churath, didn't have much luck first up. Last prep in a Group 3. She was third in this race last year to Marabi. There isn't a Marabi here this year. Eclipso Rain's a good fresh horse. His one Valley run as a Chaco Stakes was a, was a cracker. So not out of it either. Six, five, eight, and 7. How are you playing this race, Mark? Well, I'm thinking whoever leads, Warren's got a great chance of winning. I can't see they'll be taking each other on. There may be an early battle for the lead, but I can't see why they would possibly want to take each other on in the run. They'll both bring, they'll bring themselves undone. So I'm going with Jigsaw from the inside draw to jump, lead, dictate, kick. I'm not sold on it running a super strong 1,200 metres, but if it dictates the race and gives a kick around the valley, it's going to be very hard to beat. To beat number six, Snapper... If Snapper led, led, I'd certainly reverse the tips, but I can see Snapper probably parking out by Jigsaw. It's a bit hard to catch, as Gator said, but it's uh, best form certainly good enough. Seven clips our rain, I think, can lob across third, get the run of the race behind him and maybe hang on for a place. And three ironclad, who ran in a 2,100-metre race six weeks ago, who can maybe settle in front of the two stayers and just poke through inside, run on and get into the minor money. So I think the, the start crucial, how they settle, I'll go five, six, seven, and three. There, Mark Hunter's numbers in the feature, five, six, seven, and three. David Gately, six, five, eight, and seven. Early battle for the leader will be crucial. They look to control the tempo. And I could see Jigsaw holding a spot drawn inside Snapper, but Snapper can sometimes fly the gate. So first couple of hundred metres will be intriguing. I'm leaning five, Jigsaw, ahead of six. Snapper, they're both fit in form. 
Snapper's adapted to straight racing in recent times, but he's won four from seven here at the Valley. Certainly it was the track that he was preferred track early in his career. He gets back there and he's run well here in strong races previously. Seven Calypso Rain. Craig Williams will no doubt have a plan to, to try and get into that slipstream behind the, the two leaders, a, a horse that can be competitive here and scratch from the Durbridge in Adelaide to be saved for this. And Giraffe, no trial or jump out, but a, a recent gallop between races was good. Matty Raymond indicating that she's in good order to get back to the races. Crossover noseband goes on. She's a potential blowout chance for me. Five, six, seven and eight, race seven. Race eight's over 1,200 metres. It's a benchmark 70. Scratch numbers six, nine and 11. Jamie, what's the market telling us here? So, Warren, it's $4 the field here, and the money, we've got one horse in particular that's seeing some support, and then it's sort of scattered around to multiple runners. So the one, Deep Speed, is one of those that's seeing support currently at $9.50. The two, Lumbar Punk at 16 has had a bit of interest coming through, but more so for the place of $4. The three, Magnum Bullet, is at $10. So the best-backed runner in this race is the four, and that is Exeter, currently at $4, and is holding double more than anything else in this race. The five, Kentucky Casanova, is at $4.80. Big Apple at $12 has had a little bit of support. The 10, Extreme Step at five. But the second best backed runner in this race, and that was Mark Hunter's Ramarafi yesterday, is Sorel Rising, currently at $9.50. Sorel Rising, the Ramarafi here. Mark, what sort of a run do you think he might get? Well, maybe he gets a good run. Warren, he comes in to gate three. Got to be a little bit careful he's not stuck three wide with Brenlin's Trooper and Extreme Step. Both inside him, both who uh, like to probably box seat. I, I think it's a pretty busy race. The inside four gates, Brennan's Trooper, Extreme Step, Solar Rising and Exeter all want to be relatively handy. But from the middle, you've probably got the likely leader, Deep Speed. Um, Kentucky Casanova outside it will roll forward. Even Lumber Punk and Magnum Bullet can go forward. So I see it being a busy race. I'm hoping Solar Rising can just lob into that good spot down near the rail somewhere, not caught wide. I thought it was good first up in a handy race. It's had the two jump outs since. They've been very soft jump outs. So it should be fit for this. And I think it can run well to beat number three, Magnum Bullet. He's got the 62 and a half, but he's a good Mooney Valley horse. He's a tough horse. I didn't think he handled Flemington last time, but still ran well. He's got a hope for Exeter. Exeter goes really well at the Valley. It has been racing well with lesser weight. Gets up to the 62, which is my little concern. And 12, Brendan's Trooper. They mix their distances with this horse. I don't think it runs a longer trip. I think it's better suited back to the 1,200 metres. It draws gate one. It'll get a beautiful run behind them. They're going to be right across the track at the 200 with a lot of hopes. And I think Brendan Troopers, another little roughie in the race with a chance. So an open race. I'll go 13, 3, 4 and 12. How are you playing this one, Gator? Yeah, it's an open race. I agree. It's a shallow race, let's be honest. I mean, if we're tipping Exeter. Um, but back to a pretty ranked benchmark, 70 a good draw. Uh, I think he's there to run well, given this is sort of his track. I agree with Mark. 62 is no spoil. Not many win with that way. It's as simple as that. Uh, but he was wide last time. Held on well in a better race than this. Steve Speed, limited luck first up. Held on well at Gawler second up. He's just back in Notchie. He's got form at the track. Kentucky Casanova. I expected better fresh. I think many of us did. Was unbeaten first up prior to that and had trialled well, but um, wasn't great. Uh, fitter here, back around a bend, um, gets another go perhaps. Magnum Bullet, he's, he's not a star, so he's found a good race. And he beat home Kentucky Casanova last time. He's very genuine, though. I'll give him that. Uh, Big Apple will go in the quad as, as the best roughie for me. 4-1-5-3. Uh, hang on. 4-1-5-3, yep. 
four, one, five and three from Gator in the second last. Mark Hunter's numbers 13, 3, 4 and 12. The Rama Ruffy from yesterday morning, number 13. Sorrell rising. Even race for me, but I think Exeter's going well. I'm not that concerned about the 62.5 with the weight scale here in the grade that he's in. He's been chasing a very in-form horse in Dance to Dubai at his last couple. Ollie aboard's a, a positive four for me. Had a three Magnum Bullet, who's fit, consistent, racing well, and uh, he'll just put himself somewhere in the race and, and keep punching late. Five, Kentucky Casanova. He was arguably touch disappointing first up. He gets the winkers off here. He's fitter. It's down on the weights relatively with the claim. And 13, Sorrell Rising gets the stallion chain on here to help him get into the, the barriers that little bit better. He's had those quiet jump outs between runs, as Mark Hunter outlined, and he was okay first up. Four, three, five, and 13 for me in the second last, which brings us to the last over 1,500 metres, a benchmark 78. Take out numbers 3, 5, 15, and 16. What's the market like to bring us home, Jamie? Well, Warren, we have a very popular favourite here and he's the best-backed runner of the entire meeting and that is the four in Worsfold, currently at $2.40 and is holding about four times more than anything else in this race. And then after that, the money goes a little bit wider. So we've taken some support on the seven in So Risque, currently at $14. And then the second best-backed runner in this race is the 10 in Netanyahu at $11. And then the 11, High Approach, at $21 is also seen some support, but very much less than what we've taken on the favourite. We'll talk about the, the map in general with a few of the boys when we get through my, my selections. My thoughts on the way the race might shape up. Rambler, Rimble, perhaps Love and Laughs, My Sonny will roll along. And Rambler Rimble's a, a free spirit, number 14. He'll be rolling along at a, at a decent tempo. That's the only way to, to ride him. And he seems to have his own thoughts on that. So I think there'll be at least a reasonable speed. Jeff wanting to know if there might be a sticky map position for Warsfold. I think it'll be OK. And I think he's clearly the most likely winner, number four, Worsfold. Hit a sixth monarch of Egypt who potentially needs some luck from that draw, but the form's obvious to tie in with Worsfold. He showed good improvement first up to second up in his Australian campaign since returning from Hong Kong. I think there was plenty of merit in in that performance behind Worsfold last start. 13, Alverton. There was an option for Alverton last week, save for this performance second up. The first up run was eye-catching. I think that's the other key form reference coming into this race. And 12, Shove-Overs. Going well. Gets a nice run from the draw. Has to run the trip out strongly, but he's in absolute career best form. My numbers are 4, 6, 13 and 12. Gator, how are you seeing the last? Yeah, look, I, I think it is a little bit tricky for, for worse fold. Look, there's enough speed on paper, agree with you. Um, to suit him, getting the 1500 is the big tick. Two terrific wins this prep. I ran a monster last 600 to win last start. Um, just a really good horse, I think. Uh, the query is, it's race nine on a hot day and, and as Mark touched on, in the opener, I uh, just felt the track um, last week, as it got firmer and firmer, it was more difficult to make ground. Add to that, when you're $2.40 or 270 whatever he is, they all know where you are, and they're not going to make it easy for him. So that's the challenge, but I think he's the best horse. I'm going to tip him. Alvin and Big Odds Fresh ran a cracker, weaving through inside them in limited room. He ran every bit as well as Victory Bay did, and he won second up last prep this horse. Monarch of Egypt with a two and a half kilo swing on Worsfold must have a case. Not sure what the plan is from the gate or how the pattern will be race nine. And shove over one okay last time. 1500, perhaps a little query, but in the mix, 4, 13, 6 and 12.
Mark, just looking at Jeff's question via SMS, first of all, how do you see the map for Warsfold? Well, Blake Shin rode him two starts ago, Warren, and, and he never missed a kick. So I'm banking on that happening, and I'm banking on him maybe getting across a horse like Elberdun who's drawn inside him. If he can get across that horse, I think Warsfold can park around about sixth or seventh, and as you mentioned, there looks like good speed. Rambler Rebel has got to go early to get across. Netanyahu, Shove over, love and laughs. And then you've got, I don't know what my mate something will do from out wide, but uh, so there should be good speed. I'm hoping Warsfold can lob into about sixth or seventh, and I think he'll win. He's most likely winner. I certainly agree the pattern of the day by this time would be a concern if it was dynamite leaders, but he's had two goes for the stable. He was outstanding winning first up. And then Bond the start did an enormous job last time. I just think he's gone to completely a new level for Nick Ryan, and I think he'll win. My placings come from horses who will all go forward and get great runs. Number 10, Netanyahu's complete model of consistency. should be first one down to the fence and get a great run from there. 11, high approach, I think, is a nice horse, resuming a lot the recent trial. It'll probably poke along two back inside, get through and run on, and 12, shove over. Who's in great form? I do have a little worry at the end of 1,500 metres. It looked like it was spent on the last on the line last start, so that extra 100 is a little concern. I think four should win, 4, 10, 11 and 12. Mark Hunter bringing us home, 4, 10, 11 and 12. David Gately, 4, 13, 6 and 12. My numbers are 4, 6, 13 and 12. In the last, Mark, if you were going to initiate a, a substitute for, for Spacewalk in, in the all-up, who would be the, the most likely or the, the next horse off the bench for, uh, for Spacewalk? Yeah, that's a toughie, Warren. Well, I found this a tough meeting. I'd probably go back to race two, number six, Fighting Arrow, but I wouldn't say I'm brimming with confidence outside of Warsfold. What's the best back runners right throughout the, the card and around the country, Jamie? So, Warren, the best-backed runners at the Valley is race nine, number four, Worsfold by a mile is the best-backed at the Valley. But then also in race six, Lunacat and Curatia, they're both holding similar amounts, but they are the better-backed runners of the meeting. And then the best-backed across the country are all coming out of Rose Hill, and that's race two, number one, King's Gambit, currently at $1.35. Race four, number one, Worthily is at $4.40. And then in the expressway, race eight, number nine, Golden Mile is also a very well-backed favourite in that race. Great work, Jamie. What are you most looking forward to today? Uh, well, my best today, Warren, is Worsfold coming out of that last race. But I'm also really keen to see in race three how Strawberry Moon goes. I just think she's going so well, this preparation, looking for a fourth straight win. And whilst coming to the city, I don't know if it'll be a problem. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that one goes. Best of luck today, Jamie. Thanks for all your help this morning. Thanks, Warren. Have a great day, everyone. 8 to 9 on RSN 927. I'm not even trying to stretch the friendship with David Gately after this ad break. One via the SMS, just wondering if he's got a sneaky parlay without getting Gator's game plan during the week. If we can try and find a parlay around the country from Gator before we lose him at 9 o'clock, he's got an ad break to come up with it. We'll take that ad break now. We'll be back with the team's best bets and quaddy plays for the Valley.